Good, Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. You guys, I like I can't, I cannot be here right now. Like this is so toxic. Jackie and I were 45 minutes into this episode when we realized that only one microphone was up. And why was only one microphone on? Oh, because this studio is literally perfect. We have it down to a science to record the toast. But the fucking good guys came in here yesterday and I told Ben, he's been in here all week. I said, because he kept like unplugging my printer, unplugging one of the lights. And I would go and say, when you come in here, whatever you do, undo it. Unfucking do it. So what did he do? He didn't undo it. He turned off one of the microphones because he was only in here recording by himself. And usually we catch it, you know? I'm shaking with rage. Rage. Shaking with rage. Seriously, if I don't know if you guys are religious, but I would pray for Ben's offer. Like, yeah, he is so done. And you know what? He wasn't even going to be my weenie of the week this week. I was like, oh, I'm not not going to give it two weeks in a row. And, you know, there is no show Friday. So let's just preemptively say weenie of the week. Ben's, Ben's offer. offer. I'm so fucking mad. Yeah, we we need to regroup because we were 40 minutes into the show. We were in story number two. We're not going to spend this whole time going over the things that we went over. We're going to have a fresh show, new conversations, very exciting. You guys would have liked the old one. I'm not going to lie. You would have loved it. You really would have loved it. So many great combos were had. So we sang a song that was so beautiful. Like We did. We sang a beautiful song. We put like such a, a nice like bow on this three-week journey we've had. I can't. We had such a funny conversation about Teresa Caputo. Like I'm going to kill someone. And that person is my husband. I'm sure... The good guys sabotaged us. Yet again. Yet again. This has been their most destructive move yet. Yeah. And how how do we get the good guys back? By delivering the best fucking episode. By literally being like, oh my, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really having a hard time. I'm so angry. I know. We have to. I need to let go, but I can't. We, no, you don't need to let go because that would mean like moving on and this unacceptable behavior like we can't just let go of it but we have to set it aside can we set it aside like no ben texted me i'm so sorry i'm like you're not forgiven there's nothing he could say or do no he offered he's like i'm so happy to guest host if you like we don't want your grimy ass you guys go unsubscribe from the good guys let's start out this show how we started the previous one which was on a major high because today is a very exciting day here you're a bigger woman than me like i can't move past this but we, but we have to. The, the girly job to collection. Do? Yeah, the girly collection. Ugh. We launched our merch today, the girly collection, and so exciting. You guys are so excited about it. Claudia and I, it's opposite day because I'm wearing what Turdy wore yesterday, down to the shoes. So we do, we did, yes, we have a lot to be proud of. We had a big merch launch this morning, and actually, we did something that we never do, which was that some of our items, most of our merch launches are pre-order. That's why you guys are able to place the order that you want for the size that you want, with the quantity that you want, and there's no rush. But the hat, the mug, and the t-shirt, which are all new items for us, we did, um, we placed the order already, so it was a certain amount in A certain stock. amount of items, and they sold out almost immediately, and a lot of people are kind of rioting. So what we're doing is we're working on getting the t-shirt up for pre-sale, but the mug that sold out instantly is up for pre-sale. You can order it now. It will take two weeks to ship, so just know you're pre-ordering that mug. We're trying to do the same with the t-shirt. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, we'll have that figured out. But so glad you guys are loving the merch. The sets are still available for pre-sale so you can get whatever size quantity you want you can you don't have to like rush with that um but it's very exciting the girly collection which we've really been working on since october is finally out and it appears as though everybody's loving it and that's just fabulous news fabulous news and fabulous that we get to finally wear it on the show because these things have been in our closets looking us in the face every day as we try to get dressed and we can't wear them and it's unfair and now i'm so excited to just be wearing this gorgeous pink set on the show i am wearing the girly sweater right now in a large because i'm wearing it with leggings so i wanted like more of an oversized look when i wear it with the pants and i want it more tailored i'll wear a medium what are you wearing i'm wearing large sweatshirt and pants in the soft pink crew neck set but the other one that you have is what a triple x s triple x s yeah i feel like you can't say like you could say triple x you were gonna say triple x l i would never but it's funny how you can and say, i like, said what it hasn't today been hard enough it's funny how you could say triple x now we're gonna turn on each other but you can't say triple x s like also who is a triple x s made for like that can't be real don't body shame. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, how is that possible? Like, I see double XS and I'm like, excuse me. Imagine if you said this about double XS, triple XL. Yeah, no. How is that possible? 
Uh, that would be the end of the show. <laughs> that would be the end of the show. So shoptoastmerch.com for all your merch tings. Your girly collection is out now, which is very exciting. It is one of our final episodes together. So there is an aura of sadness. There's a lot of different auras here. There's definitely an aura of rage, which I'm really <laughs> trying to like not... I'm- not lean into. And we were already struggling with a lot of auras here of this bittersweetness. Wait, 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 before we do. Did we initialize that memory card? I don't think we need no, to. No, we don't need okay. to. There's a lot of auras. So There's also now paranoia. Paranoia, literally. <laughs> PTSD and paranoia. It's a, it's a form of PTSD for sure. There's an aura of, you know, joyousness and celebration because this merch launch we've worked on for so long. We will not let Ben suffer ruin, even though it's all he wants to do. And there is that aura of rage that I'm really not trying to let come to the service because it will, once you let it get to a level, like it will take over. Yeah, no, I'm keeping Turdy at bay, you guys, as best I can. There's an aura of sadness because after three wonderful weeks together, we will be separated. Yeah, and I'm like not feeling so sad about that because- Because there's an aura of happiness. What's left for me, like on my journey is a gorgeous trip to a place I've never been to. Um, you might be feeling sadness because there's just going to be like this hole in your heart and this hole in your house. It's true. The house is going to be really quiet. I am finding the bright side of things. I'm looking forward to being very productive after you go. Are you just like sitting here thinking about all the funny conversations we had? Like that thing about camp? That was so funny. So funny. We'll find a way to get back there. But then we have to act with each other and you no, guys. No, we're not recreating conversations. Like we it's don't. just... And not it's not who we are the thing is i would be happy to have the conversation again and let you guys know like oh this is what we said but i know that you guys find it annoying when we keep saying this is what we said but we can't act we're not actresses we're not part of sag astra well that's true and it's just like we're, we're too authentic for our own good like if we were a different podcasters we could sit here and like recreate a hunk of pursuit Teresa caputo like you guys would get that reference if you heard the first fucking episode <sighs> It's okay. Calm. Calmness. Um, it's a beautiful day. Our second toss episode together. So even though Trudy's leaving today, there will be another episode of The Toast tomorrow. Yes. That we're recording later today. And then Thursday, while there is no new episode of The Toast, we recorded a super fun Patreon yesterday that you can watch on Thursday. We'll release it on Thursday so you have something to watch then. What would you call yesterday's episode? I would episode? call it a lunch and learn because we had lunch. I would call it a lunch and learn. Yes. We had lunch in my car and we learned about each other. We played this game we played that game. Trudy found. Jackie hated it, but it was so I fun. Hate it. I didn't. And we had a disgusting lunch in the car. Like we were poisoned. I'm but sorry. we had a good dessert. It's a disgusting lunch to learn. I love that. It, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Disgusting and disgusting. That's what we were doing. We were disgusted, but we were also having discussions. We were. They were good questions, even though I didn't hate your game. You're hell-bent on, like, pitting me against your game. You were just, like, you wanted the game so badly not to be fun. Like, because you hate games. I do hate games. So you were, like, you you were rooting against the game. I don't think I was. I just wanted the game to be better. I just wanted the game to be over. (laughs) That, too. So it's a really fun vlog. It's, like, a combination of a mukbang, get to know us, car car thing I don't now know. that I have a car and I drive do you like, understand why people make so much content in their car of course first of all the lighting f- of course uh, uh first of all the lighting second of all like the privacy and the silence that I can't find in my own house mm-hmm. and it's just like there's something about it that's an elite experience like I don't care how old you are like when you're riding dirty in your car there's nothing cooler I agree like and you're definitely in that stage where like a 16 year old who walks into homeroom with like their key ring around their finger like hey anybody need a ride like yeah oh yeah I'm so in my anybody need a ride stage oh you need me to run to the store we need um milk milk I'm on it yeah no you're definitely in your um Romy like if anybody needs to make a call I've got a phone for sure but these weeks have actually been so wonderfully wonderful period mm-hmm. for a myriad of reasons the show the bonding the sisterhood but it came at the perfect screw time. sisterhood it came at the perfect time in my driving journey mm-hmm. because what i've really needed is a driving buddy and it's hard to get that like with my husband because like then where are our children mm-hmm. and turdy has been accompanying me around town I she'll have. help me know if i can change lanes and not a scratch on me what do i do at this turning point yeah i do think you need to drive alone a little bit um because especially when it comes to, like turn, switching lanes that's probably the hardest part of driving i completely agree but you didn't really do anything like it was, was my relying, neck i was relying on you and the camera in front of you like you really need to turn your neck always because there is a blind spot that the camera can't catch my driving teacher said that my 
turning camera is really great. The Tesla one like is superior, but you won't always be driving a Tesla. Like you need to turn your neck. That's true. Even though I need to always be driving a Tesla for other reasons. Like we're going away next weekend. Like I literally want to rent a Tesla. Do it. We weren't going to rent a car. Oh, well, then I'm don't. like, but I just need a Tesla. Oh, oh my God. She's itching. She needs yeah, a vein. She's addicted. Um, so it has been so great watching you thrive in your driving journey. I'm really proud of you. You're, you're really, you know, making enormous strides. Thank you so much. And you're a chatty driver. You are. I like you narrate what's going I on. I narrate what's going on. And it's like, I'm just trying to like make a TikTok. So if you could shut the fuck up. And you like, wouldn't expect that from me because I'm not a chatty person. person. Aside from the show, of course. you really wouldn't expect it from me because it's like, yeah, I talk for a living. But if you know me in my personal life, I am not chatty. I think sometimes people are really thrown by that. Yeah. And certainly I do not chat in the car. Like the way I can zone out in the car and it'll be 30 minutes. I'm like, <gasps> I, I'm like Raven Simone. I pop back in. Mm -hmm. Pop back in. So... I am devastated to be leaving, but, and I think we've done some great work here at the Toast. Let's talk about the Toast at a Glance, Florida edition. We've done some great work. We've had some great clips. Oh, what was that clip we said we were going to make in, make in the old podcast? I think it's still. I remember what okay. it was. It was a nice highlight reel from our time together. And we need we to have a song play over it because you guys missed in the old podcast. And I'm not going to keep doing this, but this part I will. Jackie. Um, I just, I. I sing a song for you. It turned into a duet, of course, because it can never be a solo if Turdy's not singing. You know, because my bags are packed, I'm, I'm leaving. Her bags are packed, she's ready to go. I'm standing here outside her door. Mm -hmm. I hate to wake Brew up to say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. But the dawn is breaking, it's early morn. The taxi's waiting, he's blowing his horn. Already I'm so lonesome I could cry. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. Cause I'm leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. <laughs> oh, babe, I hate to go. It's so funny, like us like singing this song, like sweet singing is the antithesis of how I'm feeling inside. Like on the inside, I'm filled with red hot rage and I'm here like, so kiss me and smile for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel angry. And the song I want to be singing is like, so kill me. <laughs> like, slay my husband. Like, that's really what I want to be singing. Sing through the pain, Tony. Yeah. No, it was just like, I actually was really having a hard time not laughing. It was the most disingenuous I've ever been. Like, <laughs> singing that song, sweet little girl singing, like swaying and snapping with her sister. In her brain, she's singing, knife, knife, knife. I thought we sounded nice. We did, of course, but I was just laughing. Of course, everything we do is right and good. Of course, because we're amazing and we're helpful and we make the good guys who they are. The good guys, they need a rebrand. Bad, bad, bad boys. Bad boys. No, literally. I'm sorry to have taken us back to that dark place. Yeah, because we sang a beautiful song. We're mm -hmm. going to put together a really pretty montage from our time together here. I'm really excited about Clip that. Clip it. Like, if oh. we don't make you cry, fail. Speaking of clip, give me that. I want to talk about this. Oh, this? Okay. Yeah. So we were watching Vanderpump Rules the other night and I saw, and I've actually seen weirdly also Chelsea from Vanderpump Rules, from Vanderpump Rules, from Love is Blind. She had this like type of clip in her hair the entire show. And then I saw Lala wearing, and I'm actually, I'm, I've been wearing so many claw clips and like they're actually really ugly. And I've seen a lot of people wearing these like gold metal ones and I think they're cool. So I bought some for my trip because I imagine I'll have like wet hair a lot and it's just not going to be like a gorgeous hair trip. And I bought a pack of like six so I could give you some. And I was like, Jackie, I got you a present. Like here, I gave you this claw clip. And she made this fucking face. Like she was like, what? Like she was like, that's the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. I don't think I said that. I just like didn't find it to be so cute. I wasn't so moved by it. I put it in my hair and it hurt. And it also like, you get like strands caught up in it. It's painful. It's a painful experience. Yet here you are. Where, well, you wore it on our original episode that will never make the air. But. I did. I had my hair up in the original episode. I took it down midway through just in case it looked bad, you know, because you just never know. Yeah. I like to do a multiple style. Switch up on them. Soon I'll have to put it back up in the claw clip. I just like, I, no, I, 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 th I thought you were extremely gift. ungracious in, Sorry, in the reception of the gift. Thank you. But I don't like it. Thank and I don't thanks, want it. But no thanks. <laughs> Literally thanks, but no thanks. I, 
I just want to say when you were wearing it this morning, you looked so cool. Like your hair looked cool. And with your red hair, like I'm not going to force you to take this. Like I'll take it. But with your red hair and like the gold, it really looked gorgeous. I just want to say you gave me three. I thought this was the nicest looking one. The other two were butt ugly. Oh my God. Like be <laughs> gracious. So many gifts I gave you this trip. Like I, I just. What else did you give me? The queen pajamas, bitch. True. My presence, of course. Of course, I gave you my entire closet. You gave. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't say you didn't get. And it, was did I ever take something and be like, "This is disgusting"? Imagine you would though. I wouldn't. I would never. You would. I would never. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna let like what Ben did come between us. It's true. We're lashing out now at each like, other. We're sad over the lost episode. We're sad over the time you know that we've had coming to an end. So we're obviously like being you're like you were last night. You were just lashing out at me. You wanted me to turn away and run so you wouldn't have to be you know sad that I'm leaving. You could just be happy that I'm gone. Yeah, we're just sort of pushing each other away so it makes good saying goodbye easier. Yeah, but it's never going to be easy. Never. And these three weeks like have just been so special and we don't want them to end even though you're going to the same parts and like that's all well and good it's good it's good but like I can you know last night we were having dinner and everyone was together and I made like a little speech I almost like I teared up because it really like I'm so sad to be leaving I love it here I love you you've been so great to me and everyone has and I'm just I am really sad to be leaving I also do want to clip the moment I realized that we weren't recording because I literally I think I screamed like I was being kidnapped yeah, and I knew immediately. You knew I saw immediately? You, I saw you, like, looked at the roadcaster, yeah. and you screamed, and I'm like, there's something. And I saw we were recording, but then we were one down, and yesterday we caught it before we recorded, because he still didn't put the studio back together. Yes, that's true. He didn't put the second mic back on, but you, eagle-eyed podcaster, figured it out before we even began. When will we, okay, we, like, we either need to, I think we need to, like, cleanse ourselves. Like, we need to, I'm at a place now where I can let go. It, okay. took, it took me... 16 minutes, but I'm I'm okay now. I'll stop talking about it. On this episode. On this episode. But oh. in your relationship with Ben, when we get you need couples therapy. <laughs> couples therapy. I need a lawyer. Yeah. Divorce. <laughs> no, and like, I'm sure he's like, has such a pit because he knows I'm going to come down and no, just. Seriously, pray for Ben. Pray for Ben and they're going on vacation together right now. And this is not how you want to start a trip. What should I ask for? Like in exchange, like obviously um, now I'm owed something because I keep, right. what should I? It's, a, it's the debt is large. Right. I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna think about it, but sound off in the comments. Like what should I make Ben do to make this like, okay. To put the rug in my room. That's for you, bitch. No, no. but like it'll be, it, it's kind of punishment he needs, like manual labor. Actually, think he about did what do he it did. to both of us. Like think about, oh, this we so both, true. There are two debts. We both suffer. It's not just me. Yeah, right. no, two but, debts. Like people will say like, he doesn't need to buy you anything. Nothing like that. No, he no. He needs, honestly, like, manual, physical Acts labor. Sweating, thinking about what he did and how he's not going to do it again. And put, I have a big-ass rug that needs to be moved into my room. You know what's so toxic? It's like, now I'm starting to feel bad for Ben. Like, we need to... <laughs> you know what? I already, like, feel bad for him because how can he crawl out? So, but this is what... Like, he did us wrong. Why are we feeling bad for him? Yeah. I just want to say I already feel like this episode's better than the last one. Like, I hate to keep no, bringing it up. And the thing is, the last one was so good, like solid classic toast. Yeah. But it wasn't anything that's never been done before. Yeah. And that can't ever be done again. And there was no, like, benchmark moment. Like, there are certain there episodes. Was, I didn't wheeze laugh about anything yet. No, no, but in this one, you did. About what? I don't know, but I, like, made You're note of it. You were wheezing twice. Oh, cool. oh about me singing, but also being angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Slaps the second time. <laughs> um... So like it's fine it's fine it's fine i just i apologize to anyone listening for whom this is a frustrating experience just i know you're frustrated imagine imagine how we, how feel. we feel imagine how tired we are <laughs> imagine how tired we are of it okay but we're going to we're like, we're gonna lay this to rest here okay, now sorry, let's have like a quick ceremony like a funeral okay here lies, lies. our rage with ben for the no moment. i'm not laying down the rage i'm laying with down the episode you didn't, for the moment no no i'm not laying down the rage i'm laying down the episode like i need to make peace with the fact that that episode is never and i'm not we're not going to recreate it like let's just give a quick funeral eulogy for that episode okay that it was literally 41 minutes okay yeah. we here, were in the second story here lies 41 minutes of toast 41 minutes that we'll never get to experience the life that it should have. 41 minutes taken from us far too soon. It's not the end. It's just the beginning. If I may, with the song. Please. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You were bigger than the whole sky. <laughs> you were more than just 41 minutes. Yep. 
I've got a lot to pine about. I've got a lot to rage about. I'm never gonna meet what could have been, would have been, what should have been toast. Chills. Thank you. And now just one quick moment of silence. And without further ado. Without further ado, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Like doing the ads twice. <laughs> I know I said I wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> I know she couldn't make it a minute. Okay, now are we, did you say what you needed to say? I think so. The Fast Five stories are brought to you by Taylor Farms, the chopped salad kits that are delivering the freshest, best tasting salads to eat at home or on the go across North America. Taylor Farms is a family owned company on a mission to create healthy lives through fresh, delicious food. And the chopped salad kits from Taylor Farms, a five boring in every bag with over thirty flavors. Five boring? What'd you say? They have five boring. Excuse me? What are you saying? Afi boring. EFY, like the Afi boring. Is that words? Are you having a see. stroke? Listen, leave the ads to me. Jealous. She just wants to talk about Taylor Farms. Okay, go. I love Taylor Farms. I do. Yesterday Lashing we, out again. Yesterday we were having our disgusting lunch and lunch. Yeah. <laughs> All I wanted, we picked up salads that were so bad. And Disgusting. Like, and we had just come from Publix and I was dreaming that we picked up a bag of Taylor Farms. So dumb. I would have even eaten it out of the bag. No, with like my new health journey, Jackie's busy mom schedule, we need lunches that are good, that are going to fuel us, keep us right and tight, but that aren't disgusting. And Taylor Farms, I know you're thinking like salad in a bag doesn't sound like fresh. So crisp, so chopped. The flavor's so good. There's something for everyone. And just you put it in a large bowl if that's how you like to consume your salad and you are a Kardashian, you are. Sometimes you can eat it in the bag like if you're on you know just in a in a hurry i've seen people do it it's not my desired of. way of eating but i would rather have eaten in the bag yesterday than ate the crap that we ate purchase taylor farms not crap purchase taylor farms the chopped salad kits wherever you'd like to shop it's available at all major grocery stores okay slay like you know better the second time yeah today's episode is also brought to you by the farmer's dog this new year the easiest healthy habit to start is one for your dog the farmer's dog will make feeding real healthy food to your dog easy and convenient and your dog will absolutely love it it is smart healthy pet food that you can feel good about feeding your pup and that's why it's time to quit the kibble kick the cans and start fresh I'm really struggling. The Farmer's Dog makes and delivers healthy dog food right to your door. It's developed by vets, it's nutritionally balanced, and it's made from real meat and vegetables to the safety standards of human food. It is truly the best option for dog foods at all life, for dogs at all life stages because it is not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's just real healthy food. The traditional dry and wet food dog options that we're familiar with are super processed. They actually can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're really difficult to portion accurately. So the Farmer's Dog is gonna send you pre-portioned food specifically for your dog based on their uni unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog maintain an ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. Dogs at a healthy weight can live up to two and a half years longer than overweight dogs. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin, better breath, even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health and that means more happy, healthy, and full years together. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Caraway. You guys know we're obsessed. I'm not gonna like bore you again with why we're obsessed. The details. But Caraway has a new launch, of, uh, a new product launching. They've actually launched five new kitchen gadgets that we have been obsessed with. They've got a pizza cutter. They've got a garlic press, a peeler, a can opener, all the things that we like have that are rusty and dusty and musty. Caraway made them and they're just better. Not only are they rusty, dusty and musty, but they get stuck in your drawer because they're so big See, and you don't have yeah. like the right storage solution for them. Caraway, it comes with the storage solution. It lays flat in your drawer. The drawers open and close with ease. And just like their cookware, the kitchen gadgets are made without any toxic materials. The polished stainless steel construction is non-toxic. It is sturdy. It will outlive any of your old and dull kitchen tools. Somebody needed to do it, you know? Yeah. Somebody needed to make the old new again. And if it was going to be anyone, I'm so relieved that it was Caraway. I love all their products. I've actually been eyeing some of Jackie's products because I've been cooking, making my hard-boiled eggs. In her Caraway products, she got this. I, I went with sage green and I've said this a lot. Like, that's kind of the color of my apartment, you know, 
I had a stylist come in and help me with that. Um, but I'm really envying your your pink caraway. I have a pink caraway set. I started with the cream set and I love my cream set, but then I needed the pink. So I, I use both. And when Ben uses every single dish in my kitchen, he's been using pink and cream, but they also look nice together. And it's just a nice pop of color in my kitchen. Visit carawayhome.com slash toasty to take advantage of this limited time offer of 10% off your next purchase. The deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash toasty or use code toasty at checkout. Caraway, it's non-toxic cookware made modern and that's toasty thank you our first story taylor swift's camp hits back at claims that her dad scott assaulted a photographer in australia taylor's camp has spoken out after scott was accused of assaulting a paparazzo while the pair were out in australia early tuesday taylor's dad allegedly slugged a photographer at sydney's ferry wharves as the singer was exiting a yacht Local police did not confirm that it was the singer's father, but said a 71-year-old man allegedly assaulted a 51-year-old man at Neutral Bay Wharf at about 2.30 a.m., a New South Wales police spokesperson said. Swift's camp said this, quote, two individuals were aggressively pushing their way towards Taylord, grabbing at her security personnel and threatening to throw a female staff member into the water. I mean, I feel like this really tracks. Like, Scott Swift has a history of being extremely violent. <laughs> he's, like, literally a criminal. Um, he's so like filled with rage actually really um like relate to him in that sense um and so like this really tracks and i think he should be thrown in australian prison and throw away the key you know <laughs> lock him up and throw away the key for sure this is about time someone caught him yeah this crazy lunatic this crazy violent criminal this is so dumb the paparazzi is giving such like victim energy the thing is when you're a paparazzi and your job is to like literally stalk people like i'm never gonna feel bad for you i don't even care if scott's would like just punch this innocent man in the face who was standing 30 feet away from him like to me the paparazzo is always the the aggressor yeah the aggressor and there's a video of it but you can't see anything everyone's like like analyzing this video it's don't waste your time i tried there's literally nothing to see like the car is blocking the whole thing and you're literally watching a car door the entire video it's so stupid um but i did watch it like 50 times that's weird that there's always like eyes on tailored and cameras everywhere and they don't have the video of this oh so she's actually in the video and she does this quite a lot when she does not want to be photographed she's literally walking through the street her dad is holding her arm she has an umbrella closed over her face so you can't see her face it's literally just her body and her dad is holding her hand like guiding her to the car she did not want her face why wouldn't she want to be like that i understand why people don't want to be seen sometimes but why do you think she does that umbrella thing pretty much every single time she gets off of her private jet i've never seen her do it in like public on the street like maybe she wasn't wearing makeup and she didn't want to be like maybe she just i don't know but I, i agree i've never seen her do that anywhere other than her um the tarmac if you will yeah maybe she flies without makeup you know yeah i mean after your skin who who flies with makeup you do sometimes so if i actually yeah i do sometimes sometimes i like to look presentable you know i'm it going depends. out to the world who i'm traveling with like when i'm going to a wedding and i know there's like only three flights and like most of the guests are on this flight i'm putting on makeup um the you know the handful of times i've flown private we gotta look our best gotta step their pussy up if i'm traveling like on a group trip or something maybe but i'll usually before a trip depending on where i'm going i usually have a spray tan yeah and and it's not the vibe and a blowout so i look decent oh true but also you're not gonna put makeup over your spray tan because then you have to take off your makeup and you take off a layer of spray tan before the trip's even started no of course but like there's a special like the girly feeling of getting a spray tan and not showering before the flight so you're really like the most developed and you go pee in the bathroom and like you look crazy in the bathroom it's yeah. like the best feeling just knowing how beautiful you're gonna look and when, when you're you take in a shower. the bathroom it's like so confined you smell your spray tan like everywhere yeah I, like that to me that's like better than like sniffing glue like that's the <laughs> best yeah all that to say it's case dependent whether or not i'm traveling with makeup but it's not great for your skin to do so but it's also just like not I can't decide which argument's stronger. Like, do you want to look presentable when you're flying on an airplane? Or like, have we committed to slobhood? We've committed to slobhood. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, look around. Yeah. So we're just, yeah, we're going to give up that fight. But yeah. I, I also feel like the airlines demand slobhood. They treat you like a slob. You know, and everything is disgusting and dirty. Like, why would I show up my best when they're not putting their best foot forward? Why yeah. should I? No, it's so true. But back to Taylor and Scott. Um the paparazzi who's like claiming that he was like a victim of battery it's giving very much like hey look at me it's like ow (laughs) it's giving like like a toddler yeah when when like they fall and they're really not in pain and they start crying it's giving attention whore yeah it's giving loser searching for victimhood it's giving hey look at me hey look at me and look we're looking at you so and we don't like what we see no congratulations you play yourself congratulations you played yourself so yeah hopefully the 
this works itself out. I'm not worried. Scott is, you know, Scott is a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. No matter where he is. You know, these are different laws, but I'm sure he's abiding by them. Yeah, but you also, like, you don't want to be caught out in another country breaking the law. It's giving... Amanda Knox. Oh, no. What's Did that show you like? Brittany Griner. Oh. Being out of the country. Like, you never know. You could get detained. It's true. That's why when people, like, even just people I know, like, travel with, like, their weed pens, I'm like... Did you learn nothing from Brittany Griner? Like, yeah. to me, that's my worst summer. Also, I know I always talk about this stupid show Brian made me watch once, Locked Up Locked, Abroad. That's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, my God. And those people were like drug mules. It's not the same as like a vape pen or like having a loose joint in your makeup case. These people were like swallowing rubber band fulls of... Oh, they did that shit? Yeah, no, they were like actual people like being drug mules carrying like illegal amounts of They were meth. committing crimes and so thus they were locked up abroad. Yeah, not, not like, like framed or suspected. No, 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 and not only that. It wasn't like a, a minor, like there are different amounts that require, that get different sentences. Like someone having one joint or one vape pen is different than like having a block of cocaine stuck up your ass, you know? Yeah, yeah. But of course it does make me think of that show Locked Up Abroad, which I feel everybody should just watch. So like they, they take it seriously. But everyone's into like magic mushrooms now and they travel with like their chocolates like and their oils. Just watch Locked Up Abroad. No, but aside from drugs, like just to take seriously the notion of, of not breaking the rules of whatever country that you're in. Yeah. And not even it, getting close to it or, or you know, because sometimes you go to jail for something and you didn't do that shit. And it's right. like, to not even, as best as you can, put yourself in a situation where it could even be. No, it's true. I actually should read the laws when I, to you St. Bart's. Yeah, I really don't want to end up in a St. Bartholomew prison. That would be bad, but good for the podcast, of course. No, because I couldn't podcast with you. The audio would be but like no, Ben and the Taylors could like come back and tell my story. You would let Ben? No, Ben would have to stay with me, of course. He's in prison with me. I don't care if he didn't he, even do well, anything. Well, because he didn't turn up the microphone jail. I would send the Taylors back and Taylor's a professional podcaster and she would host, she would fill in for me and tell my story. I would trust her to tell my story. I would too. Yeah. Trust her to tell your story. Yeah. Mind if she, if I'm I just had. already feeling like this podcast is so much better. Like I'm feeling really good. Oh, and by the way, as we get into the next story, we're back where we left. We're you. caught up. We're caught up. And okay. that's the best feeling. Now we can like move forward. With like a clean slate, tabula rasa, like kind of let go of the, the chip on her shoulder. Even though Ben was the one who was like, you guys have to let go of the chip on your shoulder when he keeps putting a chip on every day. When he's day. the one literally placing it. Yeah. And also eating the chip. No wonder. Before we even get a chance. Well, let's talk about that while we're ragging on Ben. Jackie and I went to get like a healthy lunch at this grocery store that had good pre-made food. And then we decided to buy ourselves two little treats. Two tiny little treats. One was a uh, chocolate-covered graham cracker, and the other was like a strawberry yogurt-covered pretzel. They were purple. They looked gorgeous. Did you have any graham crackers? I had half of one because I saw before I even opened them, there was only two left. I had zero. I didn't even have a bite. Okay, I didn't even have one. They're gone. The yogurt pretzel, I'm not gonna lie, I had like three or four. Did you I have? Did, I did get to taste it. But Ben sat down to watch TV with the carton. Like they were all gone. Vacuum energy. Let's not forget the Valentine's Day hearts of 2024. Oh my God, I didn't even realize he, Olivia got us all chocolates for Valentine's Day. I didn't get any. No, not even that. You don't even know this. Well, I said it on the show, but you must oh. have been looking for your ads or something. Yeah, no, like your thinking cars. about myself. <laughs> but that I had bought chocolate yes. hearts for everyone because I had like, I had a full house and I wanted to put like chocolate hearts on everyone's pillowcase on Valentine's Day. I bought them a few days before. They did not make it to Valentine's Day. Wait, by the way, I didn't know this. I said it on the show, so. That's disgusting of me, like for just like literally not knowing, but that's. Yeah, I bought chocolate hearts like for your pillow for Valentine's Day and Ben ate them all. I have a memory of you telling me that you were going to put chocolate hearts on anybody, on everybody's pillow. Like that's, I'm having deja vu, we were sitting just like this. Yeah. But I don't know if I wasn't listening or didn't compute that you didn't get to do that because my vacuum of a husband ate them. Yes. We really need to have a sit down with him. Like how do you guys, and maybe this is just like a universal problem. How are we getting through to our husbands? Like we have these conversations and Ben like will walk away and I'm like, I need you to listen. And then he will sit down and listen and he will not change. I know. What do we do? I think there's two paths. Corporal like we, punishment? There's two paths. Corporal punishment. You're taking him to St. Bart's. There's two paths Literally. here. We can plot how we can make it better. And like we can all share tips and tricks we've learned along the way. Or the second path is just like we accept them for how they are. And I <sighs> know it's like so... It's so unfair. It is. It's so unfair. But if we accept them from how they are, then we're not expending more effort more disappointing trying to change them and we can just like bloom where they've been planted somebody needs to write a smut book because smut is like really and everyone's tastes are different but like you get to express like your deepest fantasies in smut so a lot of that is like you know for me it's like you know really big rich men you know some girls like you know whatever 
I need to somebody to write an erotic novel about like a man who's capable. A man who plans, well, a I, man who's on time, a man who can do the dishes, a man who will put the microphone thing back up. Like that to me is erotica. Well, I feel like that's why those books are fantasy because they do those things. <laughs> so true. So true. But like literally Tessa Bailey's like somebody write a book like the capable one, something like that. Yeah. One true capable something. One true capable. <laughs> like the, to me, like being capable and reliable, like that's better than having a six pack. Oh yeah. Like that's better than having like, like a, anyone, ten, a 10 inch dick. Like, anyone can go and get a six pack. Yeah. And anybody can get a penile implant, but not everyone can do the dishes in a timely manner and take the trash out now. And be like forward thinking <laughs> about like what needs to get done next. Yeah. Or like, like to me, like, yeah, you can have three orgasms in a night. Or you can go to take the trash out and it's already been taken out and new bags put back in. Or like you go to get a sparkling water and there's a cold one in the fridge. Okay, that's like a really niche. No, because my husband's in charge of beverages. Yeah, in our house. You, you have this problem. Okay, my talk husband about it. is in charge of beverages. He's in the our be house. food and beverage director. Not even food, beverage. Okay. He's a beverage beverages, director. Because they're really heavy and that's just something I'm said like you're in charge of inventory. You just like lug it from the garage yeah, like no you're in charge and he also likes to drink an assortment of drinks so it's it's in his wheelhouse it's so natural he's in charge of inventory storage shipping all of the logistics yeah. and i have no fucking cold waters in my house i barely have room temperature waters nothing is ever like where it should be i bought some drinks and left them by the door because again i'm not in charge of shipping to the bed right. to the kitchen i saw there was snapple and cranberry juice at the front door for weeks weeks yeah it's out there because the beverage director was, I don't know. And by know. the way, I saw somebody open the Snapple and just take a Snapple and, <laughs> and, and like drink it. Because I saw a hole in the Snapple pack. I'm like, oh my God, somebody didn't even bring it to the kitchen. They just took a Snapple. I bet it was Ben. Next, what I saw this morning, like I'm glad I'm remembering this because it needs- By the way, this episode is so much better. Because I, I need to write him a strongly worded email of what I saw this morning. You know where the Snapples have ended up and the cranberry juices. They oh, finally moved. They moved, yeah. Where'd they go? In my pantry, in the- pantry to the right of my fridge that has like all of my Tupperwares and yeah, like reusable cups they're literally stacked in a line like blocking everything that's in the pantry yeah that's bad like put them in the fridge and then my back fridge which is where we should store drinks to keep yeah. them cold only spritzes yeah by the way I got a bunch of beverages and I took it upon myself to go put them in the back fridge for everyone I got Snapples I got LaCroix I got coffee um there was no space there was spritz everywhere like, just everything that's in the back fridge is like alcoholic yeah and you guys don't even drink and i just want a fucking cold snapple and yeah. a cold pellegrino i'm sorry i did put a snapple in the fridge last night you can have it i saw it you it's can... been getting in my way and no no, no no just like because there's not a set place for beverages yeah sorry this is just like kind of what i'm going through and i didn't mean to take it out on everyone and i was actually going to keep it to myself um, do you feel better getting it out well now i feel like a little nitpicky yeah no me too but like look at us feeling bad Stop it. <laughs> like, really, you have one job. Beverage beverages. logistics. Beverages. No, the I beverages feel you. are never where they need to be. And the worst is like when I'm making a You're bottle. You're riling me up now. Like, the worst is when I'm going to make a bottle for Charlie. Yeah. And I'm going yeah. for a room temperature bottle of water because like there's, well, for I use room temperature for his bottles, but not that there's any in the fridge. And when I can't find a bottle of water because they're like in the garage. And you're cursing his name. And I'm like, oh, holding a baby, trying to make a bottle. He's hungry. Screaming, crying, throwing fuck up. is my water? <laughs> Swear jar. I need to shake it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're like, we've kind of swapped. Like, I'm feeling good. No, no, no. I'm feeling it's like fine. this is maybe our just, best episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. And by the way, as we say, we're back to where we were. This isn't about the previous episode. This is just about like beverage logistics. And we've had guests. We didn't have cold beverages. I can't. Oh, it's humiliating. Humiliating. So embarrassing. You don't have guests. <laughs> like, Who? You. Oh, I'm not a guest. No, like, I'm family. I know, but you want to put your best foot of forward. Of course, of course. Our next story. Speaking of lovely relationships, Brielle Bierman is engaged to baseball player Billy Seidel. She posted on Monday that she got engaged to Billy Seidel nearly a year after they took their romance public. She said, forever with you. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. This story really just kind of was planted in my lap and I was overjoyed. You know how I feel about this family. And I know some people are going to be like, why is this a story? And like, I understand, but no, you don't understand. Beerman like, news, Beerman news. Is, is extremely personal to me. It doesn't cross our desk without 
us discussing it aside from like all this divorce back and forth because we can't keep up with back and forth yeah where did they land with that by the way i don't know yeah it was too much and i don't want to talk about like sad beerman news i only want to talk about hbn happy beerman news and this is so and i feel like in the last year or two it's kind of been a tumultuous time for the beermans financially divorce the police were called all those different things and it just appears as though like brielle has been keeping her head down like moving in silence you know influencing building a business she got her lip filler dissolved and apparently she's been falling in love and you know what? We stand. You know who it's her and Bridget Mendler moving in silence, just yeah. popping up with good news. Love that. That's how everybody should do. Yeah. Really happy for her. Congrats. Congrats, grads. Congrats, grads. I just love the Beermans. And you know, I had a dream that Brielle Beerman the night before last, I had a dream that she was pregnant and like gave birth to a baby. And I don't dream about her often. And then I woke up and like 12 hours later saw the news that she was pregnant. I mean, excuse me, not pregnant, um, engaged. So I feel like, I don't know, like I kind of made this happen. I don't know. I just feel connected to the story in some way. I can't explain it. Maybe it's like in a third eye sort of way because I definitely have like clairvoyant tendencies. Or in a making things about you sort of way. No, 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 no. I don't, never. I don't, no, not never. Just not now. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe you are cosmically connected to the Beermans. I wouldn't put that past you. Me neither. And you know what? I maybe like- in like a prior life. The thing is, is so crazy. Like, I'm actually friendly with Brielle Beerman. Um, I feel like if I wanted to, because a place like I need to visit before I die, people always say like, I need to see the, you know, pyramids before I die. I need to see the Beerman house before I die. And I feel like I literally could. Like, if I said yeah. to Brielle, like, can I come over? She would be like, yeah. When you're in Atlanta next. Right, and I actually go to Atlanta. Like, not never. I was just there. Yeah. Well, I was in never. Athens, but still. Not never. Life brings us there. And it's so convenient to get to from New York. So many Delta flights. Yeah. Like I like would like to spend the night there and like I would do a 24 Ooh, hour live stream. Yeah. I mean, they have a chef. Yeah. Fuck me up. They have a pool. I would go in the summer. Like we and Brielle could have a pool party. Now we could go on like a double date. Loving it. Hopefully. Also Ben gets to go. Oh, After never mind. He's done. Take it back. It's a girls weekend. Girls weekend. He's not coming to Atlanta. Fuck him. Are you ready for our next story? A little fashion news. And this is exactly where we were. When we, and by the way, 41 minutes. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's really crazy because I, wow, I didn't expect that. But I was saying fashion news and Turdy said, I always say fashion. Oh, this is where we were. This okay. is where we were. She said, I always say fashion. Every time I say it, she thinks I'm going to say fascist. Because it's the way you emphasize a little fash. Like you always put the emphasis on the first syllable. I just want to know, it's never felt that way to me, but it does to you because of friends and you wanted to issue a correction yes the reason why jackie always um reminds me of the word fascist when she says fashion is because that episode of friends where joey says you know girls who are into fashion are fascists because he's like dumb and brain dead and like probably like needs help um and then it reminds me i wanted to issue a correction yesterday when we were recapping oh my god i'm having ptsd when we was literally the sentence when you said shane gillis oh fuck that's literally how i went like um when we were recapping shane gillis we were talking about the R word and Jackie, you were like, didn't you, don't you always say, Claudia, that friends uses the R word? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Yes, they do. I forgot, Phoebe, yes, so they do use it. I was incorrect and you were right and I was wrong and I'm dumb and you're stupid and I mean, I'm dumb and you're smart. And there's nothing you can do about it. And there's it. nothing you can do about it. But to your credit, they have taken that out of reruns. So yes, yes. And Phoebe says it with um, an accent. So yeah, I had forgotten. She says, he's un, re, you know? Yeah. Regard. Right, right, right. Our next story, fashion news, not fascist news. Monica Lewinsky is an empowered woman at 50 in a new reformation fashion and voting campaign. So Monica Lewinsky is rocking everything from a bold leather trench to her signature little black dress. Black dress. Black black of hair. (laughs) As she stars in Reformation's latest fashion campaign, and she's aiming to get women to use their voice at the polls. The 50-year-old former White House employee looks stunning in the brand's new images with Lewinsky and Reformation teaming up with Vote.org to encourage women to cast their votes in style. Let me ask you a question. Are women not voting, first of all? Second of all, like, why? Um, I actually like the idea of, like, Monica Lewinsky being, like, a spokesperson for, like, fashion. Like, something. Like, sure, go off, queen. Like, she deserves her flowers. Her life was ruined. Um, but, like, it, like, why, like, why is it a commercial? And then they just, like, slap on voting. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I have such a problem with the way we talk about voting. You guys know, like, the way influencers talk about voting is, like, a real trigger for me. And the way, like, just vote.org and, like, on Facebook, you can't open fucking Facebook without that vote thing coming up. It's, like, demeaning to my intelligence. Like, I am registered to vote. And I just think, like, the way we slap voting onto things, like, it so makes no sense. And it's so performative. Yeah. This included. People who shop at Reformation are registered to vote. Yeah. 
It, no, it's just like a lot of things at once. You're doing too much. And also the- And it makes no sense. It's not cohesive. Like what does shopping Monica so, Lewinsky and voting have to do? I think the message is get to the polls in style with reformation. So it's also like voting and doing vote.org is like kind of like nonprofit sort of thing. Um, but you're also like pushing your dresses. So we're like shopping and you know what I mean? It's and like, I just want to say like, I actually also don't agree with the concept of shop, of shopping, um, excuse me. Voting of, in style. Of voting in style. Like voting is an extremely inconvenient thing. Like people do it, you know, after work, during their lunch break, in their gym clothes. Like what, I have to go home and change now? I'm never going to get to the polls. Yeah, I think like it's kind of profiting off of voting, which is the opposite of what these voter the campaigns should be doing. Agreed. And it's doing a little too much. And I like Monica, I like well, yeah, I like Monica Lewinsky. I don't know her, but I like, I like Reformation is what I say. I like the brand. Mm -hmm. I like the partnership. I think the clothes look really nice, but all in all, this is not doing it for me. Same, but I do like the idea of like Monica Lewinsky having a moment. I think with the Beanie Feldstein show, that was excellent. She definitely had a moment then, and I think she's continuing to have that moment. Um, so I'm here for that. Like, I actually thought this was like different and creative, and this is good for Reformation, like a brand that I feel like we don't, like nobody talks about, you know? Yeah. Like we're talking about them now, but I just, it makes, it always makes me think about like the whole voting marketing thing for at a glance. Like, I just feel like it's so weird. And I, I, that's not to say it is important to vote. That's not what I'm saying. I just find the way that like in media it's spoken about, it's almost like so dumb. It's derogatory. It's derogatory to people's intelligence. And people will say, you know, a lot of people need the tools. Like people have brains too, too and they know that it's voting coming up. Like, we don't need all this, like, excess. It is very condescending. Bring a snack. Drive your elderly neighbor. Look up your polling place. It's the same fucking place every year. It's the middle school. Like, it's just, it frustrates me. Yeah. And this is a little bit of a reach, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think the, this campaign would have made waves regardless, like, with Monica Lewinsky. Um, she looks beautiful. Like, she really does. And the clothes look great. The clothes look great. I just like, I hate all this like voting marketing. I think it's being done wrong. And um, that's not to say it shouldn't be done. It should be, but it's wrong. Yeah. I don't like it. But it also, it's like, so what month is it? February. This yeah, is going to be a long year, Turdy. It's begun, you guys. Gird your loins. Gird your loins. That is one of my favorite phrases. And I have to thank Stanley Tucci for it. Of course. I had never heard it before that. I'm sure it existed, but. Yeah. He, he definitely popularized the phrase. Gird your loins. You know what else is happening this year? That we haven't discussed? Olympics. We have discussed. Okay. I think we discussed it on the previous episode briefly, but not enough. So I'm glad I'm bringing it back to the fore. What? Leap year. It's not even happening this year. It's happening this week. This week is a leap year week. And I just think leap years are really fascinating. I do too. Especially like when I learned like why they happen. Like, you know, every year is actually not 365 days. It's 365 days and six hours. So every four years, we get an extra day, and that's February 29th. And I always think about the people, of course, who are born on February 29th. Right, but you know what I realized recently? Mm. That there are people who are born in August, on August 29th, 30th, and 31st, who don't have half birthdays. Riddle me that. Why wouldn't somebody born on August 30th not have a half birthday? It would be February 30th. Oh, duh. Oh, my it's, God the August to February pipeline. But then also then it made me realize people who are born on the 31st of other months, of other yeah. months, their six month counterpart, they might not have half birthdays. I didn't know there were people out that like struggling without a half birthday. No, and it, that's why it's like, actually like really great that half birthdays are fucking meaningless <laughs> because like this doesn't matter, you know? I feel like it does. Well, we didn't celebrate my half birthday, so it doesn't fucking matter. You didn't make it a thing. Well, you know, it's usually at your half birthday is when we start talking about your birthday. And we actually did start talking about your birthday last night. We're not talking about my birthday on this podcast. Move on. Move on? Move on. Okay, moving on to Monica Lewinsky for Reformation. Cute, but like, do better. And like, can we just pause with the vote stuff? Like, just can you wait to the fall? Like, No, not, a, and I, the timing doesn't bother me. Can we just redirect, like re- Reimagine. Reimagine how we're like encouraging people to vote. Because the way they just slap it on random things that have no tie-in, fucking dresses, like- it makes no sense. And honestly, it makes me not want to vote. Okay? Yeah. All that to say, make sure you're registered to vote. And get out the vote. Vote.org. Get out the vote in 10 months, you guys. Yeah, you'd have time. Don't worry. Yeah. But we'll remind you every day and till then. And you know what? You can just wear your Toast merch. Like, it's not... Oh, by the way. Vote in style. Shoptoastmerch.com. <laughs> the girly collection. 
One women make your voices heard. Go girls, to shoptoastmerch.com. Girls around the world, vote in style, vote comfortably with shoptoastmerch.com. And 0.5% of our sales are going to vote.org. Vote so you can feel good knowing your purchase goes a long way. Can you raise no. money for vote.org? No, I was just trying to make a joke. Yeah, I don't think, I think they're, they have money. I think they're funded. Yeah, they're certainly funded. Are you ready for our next story? If it's the next story that's brought to you by Versed. Versed is the cure to overcomplicated skincare routines. Their products are effective, easy to use, and affordable, so you can achieve good skin from head to toe without a 10-step routine. I've been using their newest product, the Advanced Retinol Body Butter, for a few weeks, and I love that we can now get the results of retinol that we love for our face all over our body. I've been obsessed with Versed ever since we weirdly had the spritz, spritz brunch. We invited a bunch of influencers, and there was an influencer there who had the best skin ever. And I asked her, I'm like, by the way, like, what do you do? She's like, I do like a lot of beauty and skincare influencing. I'm like, what's the best makeup remover? And she said, the Burst Melting Bomb. That's how I got into Burst. Now I use all of their products. They are a dermatologist tested, clinically tested, and sensitive skin-friendly, cruelty-free, and vegan brand. They offer high-quality skin-safe retinol for face, eyes, and body at a fraction of the cost of high-end brands and without a prescription. It is community-approved, meaning that every product is tested on real skin. In fact, 100% of their community testers saw improvement in the overall appearance of their skin, and 94% say that their skin feels firmer after using the Advanced Retinol Body Butter. Verse is excited to offer the Toast listeners an exclusive 15% discount on your first order, but only at a limited time, only for a limited time, excuse me. You can discover Versed, all of their products. These retinol products are great. I love their melting bomb. I love their lip products. They just have fabulous products. You can discover Versed at versedskin.com. That's V-E-R-S-E-D skin.com slash toast for an exclusive 15% discount on your first order only for a limited time at versedskin, V-E-R-S-E-D-S-K-I-N.com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by KiwiCo. KiwiCo Panda Crate is a bi-monthly subscription for babies zero to 24 months. It's perfect for brain building play and it's made fun. It's also made with care. KiwiCo baby products are free of BPA, flashlights, and lead. They only use non-toxic water-based paints and finishes. So uh, KiwiCo is a great service. If you have kids, if you are an auntie like myself, you know it can be very hard to stimulate these kids for more than five minutes. You unbox a new toy, they're over it in 10 minutes. Not with KiwiCo. It's science-backed play. When it comes to baby's playtime, trust matters, and KiwiCo is going above and beyond. They're designed in partnership with experts at the Seattle Children's Hospital. The KiwiCo Panda Crate products are not only safe and of high quality, they're also age-appropriate and supportive of your baby's growth. KiwiCo Panda Crate supports your baby's rapid development with products that support child-led play and encourage open-ended exploration. Nurture your little one's growing brain through fun and engaging play. It, the just right products are helpful and helpful tips uh, to navigate every stage of development. Their thoughtful quality design choices and materials promote healthy development and their products are designed with high quality materials ensuring that they withstand the test of time. So KiwiCo is such a great brand. I feel like everybody who learns about it either from the toast or elsewhere, it becomes obsessed with it. It's just a great thing to have in the house. It really stimulates your kids. It keeps them busy for long periods of time. And it's just great because they're not, you know, staring at a screen. They're actually engaging in something stimulating. You can unlock brain building play with KiwiCo Panda Crate. Get 20% off your first month with code toast at kiwico.co com slash panda that's 20 percent off your first month at k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash panda with promo code toast today's episode is finally brought to you by macy's macy's newest restwear brand state of day follows you from sunrise to slumber and all the moments in between what state are you in you're going straight from your morning cup of coffee to walking the dog just throwing on a cozy cardigan about to hop on a video call State of Day has a Kobe fit for any of those scenarios. They've got essentials like PJs, tees, robes, cardigans, silky sets, and more. Check out State of Day at Macy's.com slash State of Day. Always looking for new like companies that will just serve my life. And what does my life consist of? Cozies, it consists of podcasting. It used to consist of walking dogs. But you know, I work from home a lot. So having items that will make you look good but also feel good is so great. And I love this new brand from Macy's called State of Day. And just this, like a little alert, Easter comes early this year. And if you are need to get ready for the Easter Bunny, Macy's is the place to do that because Sunday, March 31st is Easter. That's like low-key really soon. So from pastel outfits for the whole family to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has got you covered. They also have Toys R Us Easter basket goodies from books to stuffed animals and even slime. You can find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. So anything you need from for Easter, whether that's dishware, serveware, you're hosting people, you're getting everybody ready for church, Macy's.com. And then if you want to check out that new uh, cozy wear brand that's called State of Day, you can do that at Macy's.com slash State of Day. That's S-T-A-T-E of D-A-Y. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Our next story, one of your favorite couples has welcomed another Bebe. Jesse James Decker? No, but she did also welcome a Bebe. Yeah, but I, I was like, she's not one of my favorite couples. I like her, but she's not like one of my favorites. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Um, I really didn't mean that in a shady way. I just thought that's who you were talking about. No, Miranda Kerr has welcomed her fourth <gasps> baby, her third with her husband, Evan Spiegel. I'm obsessed with her. Miranda Kerr is a four-time mom. She gave birth to baby number four, her third with her husband, Evan Spiegel, because she has one child with, with Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Who she co parents parents beautifully with with Katy Perry yep. love she said we are overjoyed by the arrival of our little ray of sunshine Pierre Kerr Spiegel we couldn't be more excited to welcome our fourth son into our family feeling so very blessed now read me the names of all of her kids so I know how Pierre fits in the group Hart is five H-A-R-T yep Miles M-Y-L-E-S is four and Pierre is just born but then her son with Orlando Bloom is Flynn I think it works really I don't I feel like Flynn Hart and what's the third Miles are so like all American Pierre is giving croissant I like Pierre I like it too but I feel like it so doesn't fit I actually love the names of her first three kids Flynn Hart and Miles like so like I'm not like I don't know like linguistics or anything but I feel like they're from the same like Greek yeah Thank you. The thing is, the reason why these four work for me is because I like them all. Yeah. I like the name Pierre. I just feel it doesn't fit with the group. Because I saw it first and I really liked it, it doesn't, it's not the outlier. Like for me, it's always, it gives. It's kind of the linchpin for me. It gives Hercule Perrault, you know? Yeah. And it's a beautiful name. What about Hart Perrault? Like, no. You see what I'm saying? I do know. Flynn Perrault? Flynn Perrault. I love Miranda Kerr. She can do absolutely no wrong. We love, you know, the way she's just kind of, it's really, I feel like she's having like ideal model retirement life. Like she married a businessman, Bo, who is literally a billionaire. They have a ton of kids. She has a really successful business, Cora Organics. She's not like overexposed. She doesn't go to like a million parties. Like every time she shows up, like people turn around. Like I just love her. And then she has like the connection to Katy Perry, which I feel like keeps her really relevant. Like I just love. No, beautiful. Also low key that she has so many kids. Yeah. I didn't realize. And also I saw yesterday, like she has four kids and now in Hungary, if you have four more babies, you don't have to pay income tax for life. Does she live in Hungary? No, but like, isn't that an interesting policy? Oh, moving to Hungary and having four kids. Right? Like no income. That's motivational. Yeah. Do, do they want people to have kids in Hungary? Is that Yeah. Like- they want to, you know, increase their population as some people do. Like, what is a law? Like, what is something? Who's the birth rate? Like, in America, if they had said, like, if you do X, you don't have to pay. Income tax? Income tax. Like, what is something that I would do? Like, even Would you if- have four kids to not pay income tax? Yeah. I mean, I... I do want to have a lot of kids, but like the act of actually having them is like a whole other question. Right. So like if they said like you have to, you know, never like have soda again, like I would. Of course. If they said you have to like. There's really few there's nothing. things. I would consider anything. Also, whatever they're asking you to do, you would hope. You never know. Would but you benefit. Would hope would be to your benefit or something that's like. The benefit of the nation. For society. But, yeah. But you know, people could disagree on what that is. So that's right. why it's not cut and dry. But I would consider most things to not pay income tax. But Miranda doesn't live in Hungary is what you're saying. You were just bringing that up. I was just bringing that up because she has four kids. Interesting. This is a new Hungarian policy. So it's like the opposite of China. Yeah. Where you're only allowed to have one. Which I always think about like, what if you have twins? They definitely have a twin loophole. Okay. I would hope. Right. Quintuplets? I would hope. What about Octomom? How would she fare in China? Makes you think. I don't think she would do farewell. Me neither. Yeah. I don't think really any of us would. Yeah. I don't know. Just something to think about. Yeah. So are you ready for our fifth and final story, which is actually going to lead into a mini TV recap because we discussed in the previous episode, but we didn't even need to discuss it until now that Claudia and I are caught up on Vanderpump Rules. We did that over the weekend and we forgot to recap it yesterday. We were planning on it, but we just, you know, time got away from us. Meanwhile, Tom Sandoval is denying Ariana Maddox's request to sell their home that they share, claiming she did not act reasonably and in good faith. Oh, he was saying she's a bad faith actor? He said so. He said she got her BFA? Yep. Tom Sandoval rejected Ariana Maddox's request to sell their shared home after she sued him for refusing to give up their sprawling $2 million LA property. Court documents obtained by page six reveal that Sandoval responded to Maddox's filing on Friday, claiming she failed to disclose sufficient facts to state a cause of action against him when she submitted the lawsuit last month. Per the LA court filing, the Vanderpump Rules star further claimed his ex-girlfriend and co-star also failed to mitigate whatever damages she suffered in her documents, adding she didn't perform reasonably and in good faith. 
In the event the court sides with Ariana to partition the property, Sandoval requested to receive accounting and compensatory adjustments for any repairs and improvements he's made to increase the value of the home, the document said. But in the most recent episodes, I was shocked to hear that Tom Sandoval has offered to buy Ariana out of the house and sent her like a letter of intent and she got no response. Like, it sounds like Ariana is more so focused on selling the house than she is like just getting out of it. Yes, because she wants Tom to have to get out of it too. She doesn't think it's fair if his life is unchanged. She gets the whole house after he buys it from her and that's just too easy for him. I just want to say like I understand that, but at this point in time, like after all that's happened to Ariana, like I feel like she should make peace with the fact that she probably made like $3 million post scandal in terms of like Dancing with the Stars, all those brand deals, commercials. She was everywhere, everywhere all at once. Um... I would make peace with that, like knowing like Tom Sandoval doesn't have a pot to piss in. If he does keep the house, like I swear to God, he will probably have to foreclose on it. Like he has no money. Um, like I would make peace with the fact that like, yeah, okay, he might not be inconvenienced and that's annoying. But like with all that's happened to me, like I, I would be able to make peace with it. But also. And how is living with him better? So, spending so much time to like stick it to him, to inconvenience him is really just inconveniencing you. The way that they live is insane insane, and not the way to like start fresh and leave this behind you. And like, that's what she deserves too. Like, yes, if she is able to leave this behind her, that in turn means that like Tom gets to do it too. But why are you holding yourself back just to punish him? And by the way, it's entirely possible that how they're living now is different than how they're living in the show because the show was probably like eight months ago. I don't think so. If if they haven't sold the house and she yeah. refuses to give it to him and he's not moving either because this is his like plot of land in this world he has nowhere else to go yeah I think they're still living like this I mean that's insane and and one of the big storylines coming up is this trip to Big Bear or no Lake Tahoe that's where Lisa's yeah. opening a new restaurant which I thought was really interesting um and Lisa's weirdly like turned into one of my favorite characters on the show because I used to not be able to stand her um and Ariana and Katie are both refusing to go because Tom Sandoval's going and you actually had pointed out how like Tom Sandoval Ariana was like I'm not going on a trip and being in a house with Tom and it's like you live in a house with Tom, just the two of you. At least now there's other people. Right. And so it's really, I feel not so much about um, like being near Tom because that's clearly not, that's something she can withstand because you're right, she she lives with him. Um, it's more so about, I feel like they're trying to get him off the show. And if everybody refuses to film with him, then you really can't be a part of that show. Like you see, even in the first couple episodes, like it's him and Kyle Chan and him and that waiter, Jesse, who was on one episode. And it's just not enough. And Billy Lee. Right. So if it's just, you know, Billy, Jesse and Kyle... Tom's not going to be able to to really stay on the show for so long, but him going on the trip and everyone agreeing to be on the in the house with him besides Katie and Ariana like does give Tom longevity on the show. And I think that's more so what it's about, not proximity to Tom. Because if it was about that, she would sell the house. Or right. I mean, sell it to Tom. Right. Yeah, just it's... It's also interesting how the conversation is changing, especially because Lisa sort of really moved the needle and she's seeing it from a different perspective and starting to feel sorry for Tom. And I'm just like kind of realizing about myself. I'm I'm kind of like very like believe I like I just believe people. I'm kind of like willy nilly like when they're now Sheena and Lala are like questioning their treatment of Tom and like maybe he deserves just like to be Wait, treated. I have to tell you something. You're going to freak out. Why? On, on your, oh my gosh. What's that? I think it's Bruno's butthole on your Was he booty merch. here? I don't know. What else would it be? Do you have chocolate this morning? I haven't eaten yet. I think you have oh, a I have my banana. Dog pill. Bruno, my angel. It'll come out. Oh, I'm not worried you, about it. It's just like gross. Are you now. comfortable sitting with duty on your sweater? Like that? Yeah. Gorgeous. For the show after what we've been through. And I oh. actually like literally need to leave in five minutes. Yeah. We've not, been through worse. I have not a moment to spare. Okay. Um, what were you going to say? You believe people. Are you believing Tom? Tom Sandoval? What to believe? What's to believe? Like that he's really he's sorry really, and that he was suicidal. No, well, he's definitely like will say anything to just claw himself out of this hole. But like, I think the show is struggling because they're grappling with two extremes, like whether to like totally be like against Tom, you know, merchandising and profiting off of Scandaball or being friends with him again, where it's like, I just think it could just be neither of those things and just like goodbye, but I don't need to like talk about you on my podcast mm -hmm. all the time. But it feels like the people who are kind of questioning their treatment of him, like now need to consider being friends with him again. It's weird. It is weird. But like in this episode, it was the first time where I looked at Schwartz and I've been, I mean, everybody is just like hated Schwartz, but I was like, I asked myself the question, like has Schwartz been the most scrupled one this whole time by not, like even though his best friend did downright dog, by like not abandoning him. Right, when everyone else did. 
I don't know. It just made me like think differently about the situation, which I think it was intended to do. And that's what Lisa wants because she's like worried about Tom Sandoval. And I'm not so worried about Tom Sandoval. Me neither. I would, at I, that point, I would be worried about Raquel. Yeah. But even though like what Tom Sandoval has been through, like if he were like a, a normal person like is more than one person can bear but thankfully he's so delusional and narcissistic that like I agree and if anybody went through what Tom Sandoval went to and they weren't Tom went through and they weren't Tom Sandoval suicidal thoughts like are so natural like it's more than one person can handle correct but because he lives in this beyondly in like delusional weird universe where he's this like main character he might be immune to it like for real which is a great form of protection for him but it's still not how you should go around treating people and if someone did what he did like of course there's that like immediate reflex to be like so angry and and Rachel but eventually you have to just like let it go and let them go they can't really let him go because he's on the show with them so they toggle between these two extremes Mm -hmm. but I'm just kind of over this end of the extreme I agree punishment for Tom Sandoval like I want to move on because also when you think about like things that people can do like terrible things that people do like he cheated on His his girlfriend and and it's it's not good. There's just one thing about the show that's but he, really it's pissing like not me off. Capital crime, right? One thing about the show that's really pissing me off and just feels like no one is saying is like Ariana hates Tom. She will not be near him. She, she thinks t- he's so disgusting. Like he hates, hates, hates personality, yeah. terrible everything. And we know, like like you we, and I know, we've been knowing. And like, where's the accountability for the fact that like this is the worst person on the planet? And up until a year ago, you were in love with him and like would have done anything for him, and you were riding for him, and you were defending him to everyone. Like, where's the accountability? It's like. That was your man. Like, yeah. we are talking about him because you were dating him. Like, where's the accountability? Like, he's horrible and you loved him. Like, hello? Yeah, and he was always this way. It's not like his personality has really changed since. Right. Aside from, like, the only it's thing It's gotten a little bit more extreme, but he's always been this person. He's always been this, like, narcissistic person, all about me person. So she's just, like, going off, and it's like, we've been knowing, girl. Yeah, like, like, you know? Yeah, like, thanks, girl. We knew. Yeah. It's, like, a little frustrating. It is frustrating. You just want to, like, shake her, and it's like, all right, like, honestly, like, we're tired of hearing it. Yeah. No, and like you dated him, like you brought this mess to us. Like we're yeah. we're we're living you through like, this because of you. you. Like like sustained and condoned his behavior when like it's been bad for a while. You know, he was made into a monster like with you. Like, like the things that you're cringing that he's doing now, like he's been doing them. Right, right. And you were cheering the band. Like you were the night you found out he was cheating on you. Like you were literally dancing front row, like loving his show, and it's like yikes. So that's just the only thing that's like bothering me. It's like the change of heart. I love it because I agree with everything she's saying, but it's like. Now she's like before going so hard against him as she should because of him cheating on her. But like and the things on his like personality scorecard, it's like those were also the things that like you were supporting. So, yeah, we we all we knew. I don't want to say we all because other people knew he was their favorite. So thus concludes like the most insane journey of this podcast episode. We made it to the end. We are grateful. We are humbled. And we will see you tomorrow. Don't forget to shop merch at shoptoastmerch.com. We love you. We have an episode tomorrow, but if you want us to help you get through the short break, head over to patreon.com slash the toast. There's episodes four days. Love ya. Bye. Bye.